friends, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, one of the things we're doing today that's a little unusual is, and and part of part of my um, part of part of my intentionality for do for doing unusual things in the in the practice is to keep the practice fresh to keep it alive, to keep it fun, and to keep it interesting. Um, I need that for my spiritual practice. Otherwise, it starts to feel like a chore, one more thing I got to do. And, um, and then before I know it, I find other things to do. So this is my way of, of keeping it different and exciting and fresh and new. So in the center of the room, if you look in the Soul Center window, you'll see a wooden bowl. Um, Susan, I need my volunteer. And Susan's our volunteer today. And Susan, would you hold the bowl up to the camera so everyone can see it? Susan is holding a bowl of tokens. And these tokens are from branches that have fallen at my farm. And then I take them to a chop saw and I would burn words into these tokens. And I play with them all the time. So I would like for everyone to have a token today. And what Susan is going to do is she's going to pick a token for each of you. And that is going to be your focus for your practice today. And the, for the month of May, we are exploring the theme of mother, the sacred feminine. We can even consider the the Buddha's stepmother, Mahapraja Pita was her name, and um, and so this is these tokens are something to inspire what may be coming to birth, what may be coming alive in each of you. So with that, let's begin. And I'm going to invite the chime to sing, and then I'm going to go online, and I'm going to say your name, just your, your name, and I'm going to let you know what your token is. Susan's going to let you know what your token is. All right? Are you ready to play with me today? All right. Welcome, welcome. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. This is Recovery Dharma in the Spokane Sangha. My name is Julia. I'm one of the facilitators in our community. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for playing with us. Uh, again, as I said, for the month of May, we are exploring the qualities of mother and however that comes alive in you, including very tenderly if what's coming alive regarding mother is not so positive. And that can be a, a tender, tender thing. So if that's your experience today and you're feeling a little bit activated, just remember to return to your Buddha nature, that soft, wounded heart of bodhicitta, that limitless wellspring of compassion you already possess. And may this time of reflection be one of self-nurturance, self-mothering, impeccable patience, loving kindness, great 
joy for anything wounded, aching, or unwell within. May these tokens inspire you. May they tickle your fancy and spark your imagination. May they bring forward uh, stories and ideas that feel soft and encouraging. Alrighty, friends, I think we all have our words. What a fun little way to come into community just with all of these interesting tokens of intentionality, words to inspire the mind, words to focus our attention. Um, and that is certainly one of the elements on the Noble Eightfold Path, wise concentration. So let's have a short little meditation to wrap this up in a nice, beautiful spiritual practice around the theme of giving birth, mothering, and the qualities of the sacred feminine. Allow your body to be in a posture that feels at ease. And allow the word that has come forward for you today to gently echo in the mind. Maybe breathing in the word. Mine is the word connect. Breathing in, connect. Breathing out the ways I connect. Breathing in, positive connection, negative connection. Breathing out, so many ways to connect. One of the reasons to bring forward the idea of the Sacred Mother, even if you have never actually been a mother, um, it doesn't matter. Each of us have the capacity to mother and to father, to bring forward those qualities that are common and create a little bit of ease depending upon what you're doing, mothering or fathering. When I get really basic and think about the theme, I think about mother as the ultimate capacity to conceive, conceive an idea. conceive a thought to then nurture and grow that idea, that thought, and to not disregard anything. The sunshine 
is as important to the storm. The daylight is necessary for my garden as is the nighttime rest for my plants, for my seeds that I've planted, that the earth has and conceives and grows. So too do I need pairs of opposites to conceive a whole idea and grow it into its fullness, its whole ripening. And then we give birth to these conceptions, to these ideas, to these notions, to these moods, thoughts, stories, whatever they are. We give birth to them by way of our actions, our efforts, our intentions and motivations. The practice of mindfulness, the way we concentrate the legacy imprinted on our lives, the way we are curious and the ways we are fearful in our understanding. We bring things to birth by practicing the Noble Eightfold Path. Your word today. How can it ease discomfort and suffering in your world and the world of others? What are the conditions of your discomfort and its ease brought to you by your word of intentionality. Friends, by understanding this, by spending a little time exploring and excavating this wisdom that you possess richly, we begin to experience a harmony a lightening, an ease of what has caused us to be uncomfortable. And we carry on by dancing and walking the Noble Eightfold Path. This is the bedrock of the recovery dharma practice. This is the foundation of Buddhism. This is a way we awaken to the suffering within and the suffering of the world. By engaging with a simple word, we have the capacity to bring to birth healing, and transformation.
You are that amazing. You are that powerful. You are that extraordinary in the ways you embody the sacred mother and the mystery of the feminine. Friends, 
One of the elements of the Noble Eightfold Path I did not mention was wise speech. Our words matter. What we say, the way we say it, it all matters. It is said the Buddha created a way to monitor our wise speech by passing it through three gates. Many of you know this practice where we simply take a moment to discern is what I'm about to say true? Is what I'm about to say kind? But most importantly, is what I'm about to say helpful? Is it of benefit? So I'm highly motivated to examine words, bring them into consciousness, and to explore the ways that they inspire me to be of benefit. My joy, devotion, adornments, even death, the death of habit energy that certainly doesn't serve me and definitely won't serve other people, the way I can burn that up and watch it blow in the wind, the ash blow in the wind, harnessing the power and the teachings of the Dharma. I could go on and on with all of our words today. And at the end of the day, it's amazing the way words connect us, connect us to one another, to ourselves and the mystery of being here. We'll end our practice today with a, a simple chant to the Buddha. This is Shakyamuni Buddha chant. And if you know it, you can chant along with me. Chanting is the way of singing s words in reverence, in mindfulness. It is a way to concentrate the mind and harmonize it with the heart. I'm just going to rest my hands in prayer pose at the level of my heart, taking a deep breath. Tayata Muni Muni Maha Muni Soha. Tayata Muni Muni Maha Muni Soha. Tayata Muni Muni Maha Muni Soha.
And uh, let's go ahead and end our practice then with a dedication of merit. And I invite you to come back to a noble posture. Oh, just taking a couple of deep breaths, being here. One of the most exciting and discouraging things about a Buddhist practice is how clean the mirror is when we encounter it. What I mean by that is the Buddhist practice is one of such integrity that we're no longer interested in hustling ourselves, making excuses for ourselves. We're way more interested in practicing truth, humility, honesty, compassion, gentleness, inquisitiveness, curiosity. Listen to all these words. There's a calling that's happening for each of us to awaken to these ways of being. The ways that we were certainly didn't serve us and they didn't serve other people. And there's something calling within us, an ancient voice of loving kindness, a legacy of compassion, a wellspring of infinite joy and this universal capacity to be equanimous, to be free, to have this ability to hold uh, the positive and the negative that we encounter in our lives as sisters, as family. All of that alive and well in us. And we are called to explore it to be curious about it, to excavate these gems, to heal and transform. But it doesn't stop there. That's the thing about a Buddhist practice, is we offer this healing, this transformation, this wisdom, these lessons out into the world for the healing and transformation of others. It shows up in the most subtle ways. Your presence, your energy, your joy, the way you smile, the way you sparkle, the warmth you exude, the patience you have, your capacity to be humble, your capacity for fun. May you explore your journey with great ease and comfort. May you bring ease and comfort to others. May you explore your journey with harmony and equanimity, and may you bring those qualities to others. May you explore your journey with soft feet, gazing around, noticing, 
in all directions. You have only ever been and will always be well-loved. May you bring that knowing into the world, alive and well through you as only you can bring it. Thank you for your practice today, friends. We'll see you next time. Namaste.